Sophie Trigger is at Waitangi, our political reporter. Hi, Sophie, how are you going? Kia ora, Andrew. I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Good. First time there? Yes, it is my first time, and it's absolutely beautiful up here. I'm, I'm really happy I got to experience it. I don't want to point things out, but you're obviously Australian by birth, and you come <laughs> over here, and I thank you. Uh, well, we thank you greatly, but, you know, and can I also say I've heard your Māori during the course of the day, day, and it's very good, and your pronunciation is lovely and all that sort of thing. So, oh, so that's, as, a, as someone, that's a relief. <laughs> as someone coming to this fresh and new, you know, uh, how does it strike you? Well, it's been a, a really interesting year to come, of course, Andrew, because I've, I've heard that it's been unlike any Waitangi uh, Day celebrations we've seen for, for quite some time. A, a really strong message was being sent to the government today. There was a powerful haka greeting the Crown contingent when they arrived on the treaty grounds, and thousands were here to watch the pōwhiri, the most of any other um, pōwhiri that I've I've seen over the weekend, and I'm told um, bigger than previous years for the for the Crown contingent as well. Uh, so as the three government leaders entered, there was definitely a less than warm reception for particularly ACT leader David Seymour. Um, he's of course the architect of the uh, Treaty Principles Bill, so he faced some some booing and and chants of honour the treaty. Um, as has been the corridor of the past couple of days, the government was greeted by a really strong show of unity and defence of Te Tiriti. So um, all eyes, I suppose, were on how the government would respond to this really clear show of opposition to their policies. Uh, certainly, it was hard to tell what they were saying, but they were certainly saying it very loud and it had a lot of passion to it. But then we had some speeches. So tell us the highlights and lowlights from the speeches. Well, uh, Deputy, Prime Minister, uh, Deputy Prime Minister Winston Peters was the uh, one of the first to get up from from those three main leaders on the government side. Uh, he actually spoke first because he had a meeting with diplomats to get to, and he said it was hysteria to accuse his government of wanting to get rid of the treaty. He was also booed by the crowd, and he clapped back and told it them to get an education, saying he used to go to a marae where there was tikanga and respect, not people shout. And it was no more, no better of a reaction from the crowd when David Seymour got up to speak. The crowd, the crowd tried to drown him out at one point with singing, but he persisted, uh, even telling them that people at home would be watching on. Uh, Luxon's speech was interesting. It, it shied away from the Treaties Principles Bill altogether, instead focusing on the partnership between Māori and the Crown, the importance of Waitangi Day. I spoke to some attendees afterwards who didn't really feel like their concerns in terms of threats to Te Tiriti and Te Ao Māori had been lessened in any way by, by what was said. And the chair of the Waitangi National Trust, Peter Tipane, said he was disappointed Te Tiriti wasn't more of a focus for Chris Luxon's speech. So there was a lot of talk of outcomes and about wanting Māori to be successful. A lot of that um, kind of corporate speak that we're used to hearing from Luxon was very similar to what he said in the past in these forums. It was... Uh, it was Followed up also by Waitangi Chief Executive Ben Dalton wrapping up the pulpity by saying, we're not quite speaking the same language yet and there is uh, mm. more work to do. Yeah. Um, oh, I'd so have to agree with that. And I, and I did notice that mm. when, when Winston Peters was on, there was a crowd, the crowd started shouting, get off, get off, yes. get off, get off. While he was saying they have no intention to change the treaty. Well, we know that it's a treaty principles bill. It's about, you know, the interpretation of it. But the get off, get off to a man who's actually from Fananaki up north anyway, must, he, he did, it would have been quite offensive to him. And, and he stormed off, didn't he? Mm, yeah, well, he, he said he had um, other events to get to, but yeah, so we didn't get to catch up with him no. after the porphyry. All right. So that's that. There's the performative stuff. Do you, do, you, do you agree with me when I say it's a bit of theatre and a bit of performative? There was no real discussion or conversation to be held today. 
Mm, there was um, there was a lot of performance, um, but I also think that there was a really strong message um, that needed to be sent uh, to, to the government. Uh, a huge amount of people came to Waitangi this year. Um, the, the people I've spoken to, some haven't come for years or have spent more time here than, than usual because they really felt uh, that it was important to, to come here and defend Te Tiriti and to send a strong message to the government. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, today obviously is a trouble day. Today is the day when dildos are thrown and today is the day when mud is thrown, etc. Uh, tomorrow, what's happening tomorrow? Yeah, so tomorrow will be the usual dawn ceremony. We will uh, all be there before dawn to, to get into position, I suppose. The, the government and opposition MPs will uh, be there and we're expecting to hear from them afterwards. Uh, as I mentioned, a much bigger crowd here at Waitangi this year. I'm, I'm told usual numbers are, are around 30,000 over the course of the week. But this year it's around 50,000, so I'm sure we can expect uh, huge crowds tomorrow. In terms of uh, p- potential protest action, there is a planned hikoi arriving on the grounds tomorrow. It's come from the far north and will have travelled 200 kilometres by the time it arrives tomorrow. And it's expected to be uh, one of the biggest hikois in, in 40 years, so definitely likely to be a really impressive entrance. Sophie, enjoy it. It is amazing. Uh, and you should go. Everyone should go. I've got some text. Someone says, Andrew, why do they keep being called celebrations when they're nothing but confrontations? That's because the confrontations are the very smallest part of the celebration that's at Waitangi. You should go. You should experience it. It's amazing. And Andrew, can you please tell me why the hell the government uh, politicians would even go to Waitangi to be so disrespected? It's disgraceful. Well, no, it is what you need to do. If you want to take the big job, you've got to do the big yards, don't you? For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.